Hi, I'm Andrea Tallison, an anti-diet intermittent fasting coach, and this is the Intuitively Intermittent Podcast. My mission is to provide women who want the health benefits of intermittent fasting with the community, resources, and coaching they need to not feel stuck on yet another diet. This podcast is one of those resources. Please be sure to seek out medical advice from a doctor or healthcare provider, as this podcast is intended for educational purposes only. Thank you for being here. Now, let's dive in. Hi, everyone. This is Andrea, and I am happy to be recording another episode, although, you know, to be completely honest, I'm not 100% sure what's going to come out of my mouth today. It's um, This is a really busy time for me at work, and I haven't had as much capacity to outline and all that sort of stuff um, as I have been able to the past couple of episodes, but I did have a question or rather a thought I wanted to share. Um, so this is going to wing it a little bit uh, and hopefully there'll be some nuggets that you can take out of it. Um, so the question that, let's see, how do I want to phrase this? There was a particular question that ultimately led me to start the process of not dieting anymore. And I want to tell you how I got to that point. So the last diet I was on, um, the, the slogan of that diet was happy, thin, and free. And I had gotten to a place where I was at a weight that I hadn't seen since middle school. And I, you know, at the time of this recording, I'm like 42 years old. I've had a kid. Um, and when I had lost all that weight, I was, you know, 40. So I really realistically should not have gotten down to that middle school weight. Um, But following that food plan, that's what had happened to me. So I had gotten thin, but I was not happy and I didn't have freedom. And the reason why, so what ended up happening to me as I was, losing weight and getting closer to you know what I was I, I didn't even have a goal weight in mind but as I was getting closer to the point at which I was thinking I was going to stop I had been told by friends and by others that I would get to a place where the weight loss would slow down on its own and I was um, on this the maintenance plan I was adding food back in and I was still losing a little weight and I had no peace of mind around like when when should I stop? Like how the question that was rolling around in my head was how will I know when it's time for me to stop losing weight? And I had this sense that, you know, if if I was at a weight where my body was going to be happy that it would, you know, slow down on its own and it would, you know, naturally start to to maintain a weight. And Ultimately, that's what I wanted. I wanted a weight that my body was going to be able to maintain without external intervention. And so I was I was doing some research. I was Googling, you know, how 
how can I know what my ideal weight is? When will I know if I'm at my ideal weight? I was, I was doing some research and trying to get those answers. And one of the, the most influential posts that I came across during that time um, was a, a blog article that unfortunately is not on the internet anymore. It's been taken down. But the quote that I had um, pinned to my Pinterest board was something along the lines of, Uh, your ideal weight is the weight that your body naturally maintains when you don't have to worry about your weight. And there's a lot that is built into that. Like there's, you know, implications about behaviors. There's implications about balanced food groups. There's, you know, elements of that quote that aren't enough to get you to the place of knowing what that is going to look like. But it pointed at this notion of not needing to worry about my weight, that there was a place that my body could actually maintain a range, realistically. There was a range that my body was going to comfortably maintain without me having to stress out about it. And I started to do some more research and came across the concept of set point and um, the you know the set point is that that equilibrium point that weight that our bodies were na- will naturally maintain if if we're eating intuitively and our bodies are just doing their own thing, and the you know you've heard people talk about the rebound weight after losing weight on a particular diet, and a lot of times the rebound weight ends up bringing you to a higher set point weight than when you know, before you had started dieting. And so a lot of times people who have dieted ended up being at a higher weight than people who haven't dieted. And that's just, you know, the 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 catch-22 of dieting because then you put yourself in a cycle where you always feel like you have to be dieting. And I, I wanted to be done with that. I wanted peace of mind. I did not want to be at war with my body anymore. And so that was really the question. How, how can I find my ideal weight? And it came down to having a place of peace of mind. That was ultimately what I wanted. And I was not feeling at peace in the place I was at. Um, And so I started to look at how my eating and how my behaviors and how everything that I was doing and how I was relating to food, how that all was impacting my peace of mind. And so now, like recently someone um, in one of my email coaching conversations, somebody had asked me what my typical day looks like. And I don't have a typical day. Um, I, my fasting routine, my eating habits, the foods I eat, all of that is so dependent on how I'm feeling in a given day. And that makes it sound like it's a very emotional decision, but it's not. It's more about my intuition, right? Like um, my my hunger cues, sometimes it's earlier in the day, sometimes it's later in the day, sometimes I end up you know, having more vegetables, other days I don't, but that all ebbs and flows. And prior to this 
COVID-19 stuff that we're in the middle of living to it living through it's currently May 2020 and we're in the middle of that um, prior to all of this stuff happening I feel like I had gotten to a place where my weight was pretty stable and I'm you know it's hard to say what would happen right because I haven't lived long enough at um at this weight to know if it's if this is my my range right but I had this sense that I was generally eating in alignment and you know I was at least comfortable with knowing that I was trying to live in alignment with the principles of intuitive eating and then all this coronavirus stuff happened and I have fallen into some of the old habits of stress eating and turning to food for comfort like I I don't I don't know that I would say I turn to it um, when I'm bored or lonely so much um, but definitely when I'm stressed it's easy for me to use food to to get a little comfort um and there's a lot of stress right now right like working from home having a child that i homeschool not having um time away from my spouse or you know vice versa my spouse not having time away from me like that adds uh, a dynamic to the relationship that has you know that's added stress at times um and that's all stuff that we're navigating and i'm thinking that you know, you're navigating some of those stressful situations too. And my eating has been impacted. Um, and so it's hard, it's a little hard to talk about ideal weight when we're in the middle of this, this virus pandemic. Um, but I'm trying to trust that when all of this is over, when life gets back to some something that feels slightly more normal, uh, that my body will find where it's going to be again. Um, and just trying to make peace with that, whatever that means. And knowing that all I can do is try to live in alignment with my values, try to focus on my peace of mind, and make decisions that focus on that being peaceful over worrying about what's happening to my weight. Uh, and, you know, gr- gratefully, um, in the middle of this coronavirus stuff, there's my, my spouse has suggested focusing more on self-care. Um, and so, you know, we've implemented some boundaries around homeschooling, um, you know, timing of that, and I've been able to take advantage of a couple um, meditation apps. Like I know um, Headspace, if I'm, they're not a supporter of this show or anything like that, but Headspace is offering free pro accounts to people who are essential workers um, and to people in education. And I recently found out that they're offering free pro accounts to people who are currently unemployed i will try to share those uh, links in the show notes for you Um, i've been checking out another another meditation app called waking up with sam harris Um, been really enjoying that and 
in the process of trying to get into meditation, I invested in a meditation pillow, which I had, I had wanted one for a long time, but I had this fear, I guess, that first of all, it was going to be too costly. That was a preconception I had. And that also that I would have it and not like it or that I would have it and then not use it. Right. There's a lot of baggage around that. Right. Like it's, I have a tendency to buy something and then, you know, it gets put on the shelf. Like, um, what is it? Marie Kondo talks about sometimes the, the joy in the thing is just from the purchase. And I feel like I've fallen into that trap on more than one occasion. Um, but this, it's been over three weeks now and I've been making at least a few minutes a day for meditation. And it's, I feel like not only has it, uh, well, the biggest factor is it's helped my stress, right? Like it's helping me show up, um, in the moment and not react, uh, as strongly to the situations that had been really, really stressing me out prior to starting this practice. So I'll, I'll try to link to those things uh, in the show notes and, you know, definitely check them out if you are feeling overwhelmed. Um, I've never been able to stick with a meditation practice before, but something about being in this present moment and having less I need to worry about overall, right? Like I don't have to drive to work. I hardly leave the house. Um, it's allowed me the time to focus on some of the self-care stuff that I haven't always prioritized. So yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else that I wanted to say. Um, and I'd love to hear, you know, comments and discussion in the Facebook group. If, if anyone has any experiences with finding their, their ideal weight. I think that it's tough because we've, for so long, we've been conditioned to think of the BMI and use that as a basis to determine whether our weight is a a healthy range. Um, but that in and of itself doesn't tell the story and the, the bits and pieces I've read about the history of the BMI scale, it's, it's pretty messed up. Um, my my recollection is that it it started higher and then somehow overnight somebody with potentially questionable intentions lowered it for some reason before it got published. Uh, maybe sometime I'll dig into that and try to do an episode on it. But when I when I read a little bit about the history of the BMI, it just it really called into question a lot of the the concepts that have felt so foundational to what we view as healthy in our society uh, and our culture. So I hope that if you're listening to this in uh, spring, or I guess I'll, I'll use months here because I have listeners, if in case you're elsewhere in the world, Southern Hemisphere perhaps, but um, if you're listening to this in like the the May-June timeframe of 2020, I hope that you and your loved ones are safe and um, surviving this craziness. And I pray that, I pray that it comes to a, a, a resolution of some sort in the near future. And, um, you know, reach out if you're looking for support. If, 
you're listening to this and you haven't taken advantage of it, I do offer a free one-on-one coaching call to folks who join the Facebook group. And um, yeah, you can take advantage of that if you uh, would feel like it might be helpful. And uh, I've had some good conversations lately and it's been one of the most rewarding things I've been able to do with you know, spreading this message of um, recognizing that intuitive eating and intermittent fasting can can complement one another. And in my opinion, intermittent fasting by itself isn't enough. It's not it's not enough to focus on IF if you're not also worried about. Oh, I hate the word worried. If if it's not enough to focus on IF if you aren't also even more focused on peace of mind. So with that, I will wrap this up and uh, thank you for listening. Thanks again for listening to the Intuitively Intermittent Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you may be wondering what happens next. Whenever you are ready, here are three additional ways I can support you. First, head over to the Intuitively Intermittent Facebook group. It's made up of people just like you and is a safe space in which to find support and ask questions. Second, the group coaching program based upon my Freedom for Life framework starts up several times a year. The best place to stay informed about that will be in the Facebook group as well. Please share your interest and your email address in the entry questions for the group. Lastly, I do work with a limited number of one-on-one coaching clients. If you resonate with me and my message and want to see if working together is a good fit, please send an email to hello at thiswellseasonedlife.com and I'll reach out to you to set up a time to talk. Enjoy the rest of your day and remember, your value as a person cannot be measured in inches and pounds.